What is up, everybody? Welcome to the first ever Dudes Who Bet Sports. So you want to bet sports, but you need some advice on how to cash in big at a heck of a price. Well, if you want enough money to line your shorts, then you're in the right place. This is Dudes Who Bet Sports. Dudes Who Bet Sports. It's your favorite show. Dudes Who Bet Sports. Where degenerates go? Dudes Who Bet Sports. Time to change your approach with Aaron Holderman and his father, the coach. Let's ride. All right, everybody, it's OU Texas week, and Papa Dude and I are pretty fired up for this show. Uh, man, you're li- are you leaving right after uh, the show to go to go down to Dallas? Uh, no, we're going to wait, and we're going to leave early in the morning, and we're going to take a little scenic drive down through beautiful Oklahoma and <laughs> northern <laughs> Texas, and that's what we're going to do. We're not going to rush around and get out of here uh, this afternoon. It's hard to believe it's already Thursday uh, of OU Texas week. Man, it's sneaking up on us. If you're watching us live, you can see the Cotton Bowl in the background uh, there. One of the greatest uh, scenes in all of sports, the OU Texas game. We'll oh, yeah. talk about that all here in just a second. We're going to lead off the show with that. Uh, you know, before I get into it, uh, are, are you staying at your normal places? You got the normal lucky clothes packed, everything like that? Well, it's going to be 96 degrees. So you take the least amount of clothes you possibly can. So you find something white instead of red because yeah. red's going to absorb the heat. I'm really worrying about that temperature. There is supposed to be a breeze and we'll be up in the nosebleed section. So that, that will help. No, I could not stay in the usual hotel we usually stay at. Uh-oh kind of fly in here it's a real problem so i had to go a little bit closer to dallas for some reason the hotels up where we usually stay are all book solid mm. i don't really know what's going on they never have been before that's interesting so i had to go a little bit farther so yeah the routine has been changed but the last time i went we got beat so we needed to change <laughs> so the routine needed to change yeah did. Uh, before we get going mark would like to thank mark zuckerberg for letting him back on today mark watches our show on facebook and on Monday, he was unable to do so as that was down. Mark also reminds Papa Dude that birthday suits are frowned upon within the stadium. Remember that. Yeah, they wouldn't let me through the gates, I don't think. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's get into it. It's the greatest game in all the world. Oklahoma and Texas meet on the second Saturday of October amongst the State Fair of Texas in the old Cotton Bowl. Uh, man, this is the dandy every year we look forward to this one more than anything else it's the greatest game on earth uh boy this year we got question marks for both teams really uh oklahoma five and over they have not played well texas is four and one they got stomped at arkansas playing better right now ou enters the game a three-point favorite what are we thinking about this game papa dude well since it's our show let's get into a little bit of a background let's give us some fans I can't tell you how many people still come up to me and say, oh, yeah, that game's going to be good. Where's it played this year? Yeah. Do you get the same thing? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, People have asked me. Yeah. Yeah. And it's been played in Dallas for forever. You know, the old Cotton Bowl Stadium is just older than dirt, you know, but it's cool. It is a cool venue. It is a true bowl. I mean, it is as round as it can possibly get. And for people that don't know, uh, the fans are split 50-50 right down the middle. 
Yep. On one side of the 50-yard line to the end zone is Texas, and on the other side is Oklahoma. And all around this, the Cotton Bowl is the Texas State Fair. And it's the biggest fair I've ever been to, and I'm sure it's probably the biggest in the world. And everybody is just milling around the fairgrounds yep. outside the stadium. And, you know, I've been around this uh, uh, rivalry a lot longer than you have. And I always heard how vicious OU and Texas fans were to each other. And you and I went for the first time in my life for some years too together. And that was the biggest shock I got was the mm -hmm. fact that nobody says a word to each other. Yeah. Weren't you shocked by that? Yeah. So imagine walking through a fair, like you said, bigger than you've ever seen before. And your most hated rival is walking around there with you. And you're right. Nobody says a word to each other. Uh -huh. It's almost like if you're wearing orange and you've got the OU uh, shirt on, you don't even acknowledge their existence in the no. same way back. There's not trash talk. It's just almost you just ignore those other people. I've never seen anything like it because I thought it yeah. would be vicious and yeah. it wasn't. You're exactly right. You walk right beside someone, they look at you and they see the OU and they got the, the burnt orange on and they go, well, there's a dumbass," And they just don't say anything. Yep. To yep. You. And it's, you're just, everybody at the state fair at that time are going to the football game. Yep. If you want to go to the state fair and get on the rides easy, <laughs> uh, you come during the time the football game's on. Yep. If you can find a place to park within 50 miles of the place. But anyway, it is a cool atmosphere uh, people tipped us off on what to do. Um, you got to get there when the buses come into the fairground, if you're a really big fan. Yep. And because they come right through the fairground. And uh, the OU bus will come in, and the Texas fans are booing the bus because it says Oklahoma up on the bus. And then here comes the Texas bus in, and you do the same, you know, OU fans – do the down hook them horns thing. Yep. And then the next thing you got to do is go over and watch the bands come in. Yep. They march right through the state fair. Uh, the, the OU band, of course, playing Boomer Center, and, and it's just awesome. And then the Texas band, my God, I've never seen a band like Texas. Yeah. That band, and I'm not a band guy, but they are fantastic. It's just the whole atmosphere is really good. So, if you're, uh, you know, it was a, a, a dream of mine to go. And now, uh, luckily, I think this is maybe my sixth or seventh one. Mm -hmm. And anyway, it's just a lot of fun. So getting into the game. Uh, first of all, I've got to apologize to the defensive coordinator at OU, who I've been on really, really bad. Yep. You know, I'm so tired of these coaches after shitty performances at games. Come on there. And take all the blame. Yeah, that's so stupid. You know, they get criticized enough without getting in there on a press conference and saying, "Well, it was all my fault." Right. Total BS. Well, he finally had enough after the Kansas State game, and he put it on the players. You know, he made comments like, "Hey, they're not practicing hard." Mm -hmm. You know, they're blowing coverages. Things that we worked on all week long, they're not doing what they're supposed to do. You know, players have to take responsibility when yep. they screw up. And it's so refreshing to see a coach do that. Instead of get on there and go, oh, we played all right. And the bottom line is we won. Well, that's true, but you didn't play all right. 
And you've got to acknowledge that sometimes. So I was really, I, I want to apologize to him. I've really been hard on him. Of course, if they get beat, I'll be hard on him again. But anyway, <laughs> the game. All right. If you bet this game, you're nuts. That's the first thing I'm going to say. And you're, the line this year is much better than it usually is. Right, Aaron? Usually Oklahoma's double digits yeah. in the last few years. Yeah. Can't bet, you can't bet a double-digit favorite in this game. You just can't. Uh, this game is like no other. Uh, there's been times we've gone down there. We're much better than Texas, and they drub us. Yep. And the other way around. So this is one that's unpredictable. Now, the line's a little bit better this year because it's only three. So if you really like Oklahoma to win, it's much better to bet them this year than normal when they're like 12 or 15. Yeah. And we have Texas. If you really like Texas, this is a better year to take them than normal. The game itself is we, we don't have any definitive things to go by on these teams. We just don't. OU seems to have come out of it on offense last week, but are we going to bank on that for this game? Are they going to do it again? We don't know. They've only played one one good game offensively. Their defense went to shit last week. They were awful. Are they going to bounce back? I don't know. You look at Texas. They made the quarterback change. They've scored a lot of points. Who have they played? Nobody. Yeah, and played anybody. They should have lost last week. Let me put this. Nobody since Arkansas, huh? Nobody since they changed quarterbacks. No, no. Now he's made an improvement. Oh yeah, yeah. And and he's definitely better. And the mystery is why didn't he play way before that? That's a mystery that none of us can understand. So anyway, you can't really go by. Is he that good? We don't know yet. We're gonna find out Saturday. Their defense is not very good. They've given mm-hmm. up a ton of yards. So they're a little unknown, too. So both teams are unknown. So it, it's 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 going to be a classic game just to sit and watch and, and see what happens. I think it's weird that OU's 5-0, and and they definitely seem to be coming into the game as, like, uh, with the most chaos, so to speak, or the most, yeah. you know, question marks or uneasiness about it. Where Texas, they got embarrassed at Arkansas, but they, you know, they kind of – played better made strides so to speak the last couple of games and even though they're four and one and even though they should be the one amongst the chaos right they got beat on the road by 20 to arkansas um you know things have not went like they really thought they would this season it seems like they've got a little bit of momentum and we just can't find it anytime ou it seems like we're about to bust out of it like last week and it's like you're up double digits and it seems like you're going to have a nice impressive win Something happens. You give up a kick return for a touchdown. You give up a long pass that, that you shouldn't give up in that situation when you're up double digits. You let a guy get behind you. Um, I, listen, I I think this could go either way for sure. I'm gonna stick with Texas plus three. I I, I really believe uh, they can they can beat us. And not only that, uh, I think if we win, when you look at our our you know games they're single digit wins. So if you're getting three points, you might as well take Texas and, and bank on the fact that, Hey, it could be a three point game, a two point game very easily. If OU wins, it, it doesn't look like it's going to be a blowout. What I'll say about this game more than anything else, you got to have a guy make some plays. I mean, you got to have a guy in this game that you can lean on to make plays. You think about CD lamb two years ago, Oh, you needed to make plays. They went to him and he made them. 
I don't know who that is on OU this year. I've been saying it for five weeks. I don't know who we have to – the chips are down, the momentum's turned in a game that's just – that's the key to the whole game down there in Texas is, is, is the momentum of that game and the shifts that you'll see on Saturday. Who can turn it back our way? I don't think we have that guy. I think Texas does have the guy in B. John Robinson who will step up and make those plays. I think Texas is going to cover – I think they might win outright. So I'm going to take uh, the Longhorns plus the three here. Well, I think the one guy, and this is uh, where, I, where it's scary for OU, the one guy that's gonna, that's the key is Spencer Rattler. Yeah. Would you agree? Yeah. He's got a great game. Yeah. Now, is he good enough to play it? Yes. Mm-hmm. He has the talent. He played well last year after they jerked him out and put him back in. He played great in the game last year he did i wished we had a defensive player we could count on that's another thing who's going to make a big play for us defensively and maybe texas doesn't have that either they don't but texas is coming into the game and they know their guy we still don't know our guy and even even though rattler might you know hey that's the guy we're going to lean on he's going to have to throw to somebody you know And, and, and who is it we don't have that guy I don't know. And that worries me in a game like this where emotion uh, and big plays and big momentum turns play so much of a factor in this game. Yeah. Well, I think we're better than they are. I really do. I think mm-hmm. we have a better team. I think yeah. we have better players. I'm not sold on Texas's quarterback. I don't know yet. Can he yeah. win a game like this? Uh, and Russ, Russ agrees with you. He says he's taking OU because he doesn't believe in the Texas quarterback. Yeah. And I may be dead wrong. But I like I say I would never bet I would never bet this game never ever 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 would I ever bet this game because nutty things happen. Yeah, Jason game. says he wouldn't bet this game with Magic's money. No. So <laughs> I mean no. that just tells I you. I wouldn't bet it with Magic Johnson's money. Now one one thing I'll say, and Dennis, uh, you and I agree we're taking Texas. But one thing I'll say, fandom aside, how in the world can you bet Oklahoma as favorites minus three? I don't know how you can do that in this situation. I actually disagree with that comment, Dennis, because. To me, if you like OU in this game, you finally have a situation where you can bet them, yes. right? And that's why I was trying to point you, out earlier. Exactly. That's why. That's why I uh, I brought it up to you again here because you did point out. Listen, OU. You know these first few games they were double digit favorites. Well, now at three, if you like them, they could. I mean, just all they got to do really is win. I mean, obviously. Yeah. That's not 100% true. They could win by one, two, or three, and you don't cash. But more than likely, they're going to win by three or more if they win the game, right? So if you like OU, this is the week you could probably bet them. Yeah, that's what I was trying to point out when I was saying, you know, Uh usually the point spread doesn't work for us. And this time it does. I'm going to pick OU. I I think they're going to win. I think they're going to put it together this week. And I, 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 I will be disappointed if they don't. I won't be surprised, but yeah. I will be disappointed if they don't. And well, Sandy's disappointed. That's, that's my mean, wife on there saying, yeah, we're going to OU versus Texas. Yeah. And we're ready to roll. That's right. And the one game she went to OU Texas, they lost. So <laughs> I, I have not brought that up yet. This, my wife lose this one, this is her last OU Texas game. Well, I was, I was going to say, my wife's undefeated at OU Texas. Uh-oh. So, so Sandy better, better shape that's up. right. You yeah, two and, go next year. <laughs> and again, Dennis, it's, it's kind of like we talk about horses together all the time, and and maybe we 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 get to the result 
doing looking at it differently. Like we both are at the result of we're taking Texas, but I think we do look at it a little bit differently about how we got there. Guys, it's the greatest game on earth. And, and I really truly believe that. Uh, I've been to a lot of big time events, been very lucky. This one is, is special. Uh, the other thing before we get off of it that, mm-hmm. that, that I have discovered is this, and, and this, you, you wouldn't think this, but it's true. Mm-hmm. This game means a lot more to Oklahoma than it does Texas. As far as just overall, I'm not talking about just this particular game this Saturday. I'm talking about the fans. It means so much more. You got to understand the state of Oklahoma, that's all they got. Yep. They got the Sooners. They got the Cowboys up north a little bit to a certain extent, but nothing like OU football because of the tradition of OU football. But Texas, my God, they got the Cowboys. They got yeah. everything. You know, they, they got a lot more stuff going on there. A lot of fan support split up all over the whole state. And I it, it means everything to OU. They they don't hate us like we hate them. No. That's 100%. If you ask the Texas people, they you're right. They probably, they care a lot about this. Oh, game, yeah. But they don't hate us. Uh-uh. I, I warned my family. I've never watched the game, uh, you know, with with my family or with uh, my 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 in laws. I should say. Oh boy! I warned Chris. Uh, I said, yeah. "Listen, you're going to see a different side of me Saturday. Don't judge me for that three hours." Yeah. Uh, you know, Heather, the first OU Texas game we went together yeah. was a Big Twelve championship game, and and she saw a different side of me. And she had been married to me many years. You know, the, the hatred that runs through my blood for Texas is unmatched by anything else. So, oh, and, yeah, and it, 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 it is really, uh, <laughs> yeah, people watch, I mean, like Sandy, she doesn't really like to watch games with me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she keeps well, her distance. She's I, afraid I'm going to hit her. You know, honestly, I've gotten to the point, the normal games. Now, now if it's a championship game of some sort or a bowl game, maybe it's a little bit more dialed in, but, I'm pretty calm until it comes to this one. This one, I lose control. So, and and I don't think Texas feels like, I literally, I get sick when I see a Texas mascot shirt, person that has it on. I hate them. I am so pissed that I'm staying in a hotel in the state of Texas. Yeah, I mean, that's that's just it. I hate that we have to go down there to Texas to play this game. You know, I want to get out of that state as soon as that game's over. I do too. Sandy goes, let's mess around in Dallas afterwards. And I said, there no, ain't no hell way no. in hell that's going on. No. We'll mess no. around in Duran, Oklahoma before we're going to Dallas, Texas. No way. Yep. All right. Let's, we got to move on, but I'm glad we talked about that one so much. Get yeah. to a few comments, uh, guys. Thank you for tuning in, number one. Oh, and commenting, yeah. number two. That's why we show up and do this. Yeah. We love you guys. Uh, I, Aaron, do you, know, uh, do you know Pedlo here, 2001? Do you know who that Absolutely. is? Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. Well, I don't. So. Yeah, he's my Sooner guy. He's he's, okay. in, uh, he's on Ricky's Rockets. Some um, Kevin O says uh, when it when it's plus three or less, he'll go straight money line bet uh, instead of taking the points. I think it's a good idea. You get a lot more value on that. Uh, I I agree with that. College football rivalries greater than any other rivalries. I agree. No uh, Caleb Williams comes in and runs RPO, and we win big. Pedlo says, "I hope you're well, right." Well, uh, Pedlo, he's got to catch the snap. <laughs> You know, that's, that's yeah. the first rule. I think the coach is kind of goofed up. You got to sit him down and say, Hey, Caleb, <laughs> before you do anything, catch the snap. 
Yeah, I would agree. I would definitely <laughs> agree with that. Uh, Jason, yeah, 20 minutes agrees. on that's enough. Jason also agrees to play the uh, money line when it's plus three or less. If you're going to play that underdog, and yeah, I think it, yeah. it makes a lot of re- sense. Uh, OU Texas is the number one weekend to plan around oh, yeah. in the state of Oklahoma. No question about that. Uh, you know, Dennis says he hates Kentucky with that same passion. Of course, he's a Louisville fan. Yeah, that's just it. These college rivalries, oh, great. you 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 really do get it going uh, with that. So yeah. we could talk about this all day. Uh, yeah. Mark says that you're mad when Vince Young scored on four, on fourth down in the final minute against. USC. Oh hell yes, yeah. <laughs> I was more mad when he beat the hell out of us that, that year. Though. Yeah. All right. Let's move on, though. We, we spent 20 minutes on it. I thought we yeah. might spend an hour. We got to so. get going. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's let's talk about the next one because there are other games, believe it or not, happening oh, yeah. this weekend. Uh, Arkansas and Old Miss, as my cousin elegantly put it, the battle of the pretenders. That's her words, not mine. Don't get mad at me for that. I think all of us will be pretenders going to Georgia and Alabama. Arkansas goes to Ole Miss this weekend. Of course, both of them, you know, very disappointing losses last week got blown out. Ole Miss five and a half point favorite here. Who rebounds and gets the win this week? Well, you know what? This is a big rivalry too. It's kind of lost. And uh, they, these two teams have played a lot of games against each other over the years. It used to be a non-conference game. Um, I think Mississippi's better than Arkansas. I think they'll be able to throw the ball on them. Uh, again, it's who got over that loss the easiest. Mississippi's at home. If it was in Arkansas, I might go the other way. But I think Mississippi's going to cover, and they might beat them by 14. I totally agree with the fact that it's really nice to be the home team after a loss like this. And I think that's where it's going to be. I think Mississippi could kind of jump on them early. And I think the big thing is I think Mississippi offensively is going to be able to move the ball pretty well on Arkansas. And I'm kind of questioning Arkansas after last week. Now I know, I know Arkansas played a juggernaut last week defensively and I don't judge them too harshly, but at the same time, if this kind of starts to turn into a shootout, I don't know if they can match them. Um, So I'm going to go Ole Miss minus a five and a half as well. What's Ole Miss? What's Arkansas? Let's let's just really quick because I know we've we spent a lot of time. Can Ole Miss win here and kind of get back going? Can Arkansas kind of get back going? Are both these teams going to fall into that eight and four type of category? I think Ole Miss might be a little bit better than Arkansas. I think an Arkansas may go down to eight and four if they lose this game. Mm-hmm. And really, realistically, they need to be thrilled with that kind of season compared to where they've been. Yeah. Um, I, I I just think I think Ole Miss is a little bit better. I don't think I don't know if they're any better than uh, nine and three. Mm-hmm. Um, let's look at it next week after we see what LSU does. Yeah. Uh, this week and what Auburn does because yeah. they still both have to play them. So I mean, there's a lot of football to be played. Um, eight and four, nine and three. I, I don't think they're going to do any better than nine and three. Yeah, I, I I I think they're both going to kind of settle into that uh, situation. We'll see what happens. Mississippi big for Pedlo. Uh, you know, Dennis says yeah, battle of the no shows. Arkansas <laughs> proved uh, last week they are strictly one dimensional. Um, so yeah, I mean we'll see. Ross makes a good point. Uh, Corral, who's a quarterback we've bragged on, he was awful against Arkansas through six inter- interceptions last year. Does that still haunt him? We'll see. I, I yep. think that that is an interesting point. 
you all kind of forget about that game for him. All right, let's move on to uh, a team that did show up last year and took care of the Razor or last week, I should say, and took care of the Razorbacks. There it is. The Georgia goes on the road this week after a huge win last week over Arkansas. They go on the road to Auburn, who got a big win at LSU. Georgia on the road in the SEC against a ranked opponent is a 15 and a half point favorite. Will the Bulldogs cover a big spread against a ranked team for the second straight week? No, I don't think so. I think Auburn's going to uh, play this, play them close. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, I hate to rag on Arkansas because I, I'm really impressed with how they played, but I think Auburn's better equipped to play a Georgia team than Arkansas was. And I'm not knocking Arkansas. I just don't think Arkansas's quite got the athletes yet um, to match up a little better against Georgia. I think Auburn's defense will keep them fairly close in the game. I'm still not sold on Georgia's offense. Mm -hmm. Um, They didn't have to do anything much against Arkansas. And I think Auburn will stop their run better than Arkansas did. Auburn's used to playing in big games like this. That was the first one for Arkansas in a long time. You can't count Texas A&M. They're not any good. Mm-hmm. So, and Texas, they just ambushed them in Fayetteville. And, I, and again, I don't want to take much away from Arkansas. I just think Auburn is better equipped to play Georgia. Another big difference. This game's on the road. Yep. You know, it's not between the hedges this time. I love this spread. Georgia kicked my ass last week, and they may do it again. And my hat's off to them if they do. But I like Auburn to, to uh, beat the spread. Listen. I, I think Auburn beats the spread, too. <laughs> I really do. And, again, it's tough to go back against Georgia for another week after, like you said, pretty embarrassing uh, last week to, to go against them. But I, you're right. Auburn has a quarterback that I think is a little better equipped to handle the Georgia defense, meaning you can't line up and run on Georgia. He's going to have to throw the ball well. I don't think he throws it well enough to win. I no. think he does throw it well enough to keep it close or closer than 15 and a half. The big factor to me last week, I thought Arkansas would stop them better than they did. Yeah, I'm baking on Auburn to be able to stop them. I still don't think JT Daniels is going to play in this game. They're being very coy about whether he is or isn't. I think they'll be able to slow him down. And I think you're going to see Auburn at least keep this semi-close, close enough to cover. Yeah, I agree. I don't yeah. think they're going to win, but I think they'll. I think twenty four ten something like that. Yeah, that's that, fourteen. It, yeah, twenty four thirteen, twenty four ten, twenty four seventeen, twenty seven seventeen, something like that. Uh, Mark says Georgia defense is ridiculously good. So no much speed and talent. Bo Nix is very streaky. Georgia should win a low scoring affair. Yeah, and if it's low yeah. scoring, I think Auburn gets the job done and covers. But I, the, I really the don't. Key, the, and everybody's making great points about uh, Bo Nix. Yeah. The key's going to be, does he make, does he play mistake-free? No no interceptions, no turnovers, because that's how that game can get away from, from Auburn. Yeah. That's yeah, a that's, tough game. That's what Pat Pedalo, again, he said he still just can't get behind Bo Nix. He definitely is better this year, but I don't respect him enough. Good enough. I, I, I don't blame you. I no, don't. I don't either. I don't blame anybody for taking Georgia here. I think, Russ, to your point, as a a Razorback guy, 
you know, he didn't, Georgia didn't have to throw the ball against you guys because they were able to run. I don't think they're going to be able to do that. They're going to have to throw in. Can they score enough to cover the spread? I think is a big thing. I think that this line got inflated by that Arkansas score last week. And it was just a situation of a perfect storm. Arkansas needed a really good start. They didn't get it. They got behind. They got swarmed. Yeah, it was like a hornet's nest for Arkansas right out of the gate. They never could recover. I think it got away from a little bit. I think this will be a little bit closer. So, all right, let's move on to, I, I don't know why college game day isn't here. It's number three versus number four. It's the game of the weekend in my book, no doubt about it. Penn State travels to Iowa. Both teams are an undefeated 5-0. and uh, Iowa's a one-and-a-half point favorite in this one. Uh, over under a 41, so a typical Big Ten over under. It could be a slugfest uh, in Iowa this weekend. What do you think about your Iowa Hawkeyes? Can they go to 6-0? and Well, is game day in, in Texas? Yeah. The OU Texas game is? Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, Fox, is, Fox does one and game day does the other. I think that's how they do it. And, you know, Fox is at this one. This is another one of those slugfests down to the last possession, who makes a field goal, who doesn't type of game in my book. And um, the key to this one, again, will be can Penn State do what no other team has done, and that's not turn it over against Iowa. Mm -hmm. If Iowa gets those turnovers again, they're going to win. Um, it's a toss-up. It's a toss-up game. Penn State is a little better offensively this year because of the quarterback. He's playing really well. But I cannot go against the Hawkeyes. I'm taking Iowa. <laughs> yeah, Russ says uh, they already went to Iowa, but they went to Iowa State. They didn't actually go to Iowa yeah. game day. They did so the I, Iowa game, yeah. Yeah, So, but but that could be why, and, and Pedro said maybe it's the OU Texas SEC angle. That could uh, be why. Yeah. It could be why as well. Uh, we'll see. All right. I'm going against them again. I've went against them a lot, and I've been You're wrong. Consistent, but I am consistent. Well, I'm consistently awful. I've told people on this show that's been my mo since we started. You do the opposite of what I tell you, and that's the value <laughs> that I bring. Um, plus my good looks, right? No, but anyway, I'm going to go. Uh, Heather's dying in the background, laughing at that one. I'm going to go with <laughs> Penn State here uh, to pull the upset. Here's the deal. And I agree with Kevin O's comments here. The Iowa I has been covering up Iowa offensive problems. I like the Penn State quarterback. I like their game plan here. They're going to avoid those turnovers. If this, if this game has an even turnover margin, which is a big if, but if it does, I think Penn State wins. I think they're a little bit better than Iowa. I like Iowa. They're obviously better than what I thought they were. I'm going Nittany Lions. I'll probably be wrong again, and, and Papa Doodle text me about six o'clock when this game's no. over. I told you again. I told you again. So I do not do that. I want that. I don't do that. Okay, I don't. Yeah. Sorry, that's Iowa. If they get beat, that is no shock to me at all. Yeah. You know, I it won't. It won't surprise. That's going to be a heck of a game. What do you think? Score twenty to seventeen. Yeah, I'd say. Yeah, yeah, that's probably perfect. 17 14. Yeah. One time these two played a game that was six to three. You know, <laughs> so, I, I mean, <laughs> it's, it's unbelievable. Yeah. Uh, it's, you know, it's, I wouldn't want to watch this every week, but it's kind of a cool throwback. Like when OU had those low scoring tight games, they won, so it made it okay. But it was kind of fun to watch them. It's a little different, you know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. 
it's no doubt. Know, just a different way to look at it. Uh, yeah. But yeah, it's it's going to be a hell of a game. Uh, I, I don't think there's any doubt about it. Uh, and, and Mark says, hey, I was living off of forcing turnovers. Their offense is still mediocre. I suspect special teams might have a huge impact. Uh, I agree. Field position, kicking, everything like that. Uh, Dennis, you know, it's sad the books are catching up with the unders on the Penn State games now. They've been under almost every game. Yeah. Uh, so we'll see what happens there. Well, I'll tell you um, another right. thing. I'll tell you another thing. Uh, Mark makes a great point, as usual. Mm -hmm. uh, special teams and field position, and that's what Iowa excels at. Yeah. You're not going to see Iowa go for it like fourth and three on the other team's 47-yard line. They're not going to go for it. They're going to punt it. Yep. pin you down there on the five and get it back. That's what they do. Yep. And they're masters at it. You know, I I think Penn State will, will play better in the turnover game than these other teams have. And that might be the difference. But you're absolutely right. Their offense is it's, – it's not very good. I mean, it, for me, it's just a matter of Iowa plays the style of you have to beat us. We're not going to beat yeah. ourselves. And I think finally this week we'll play a team that's able to do that. Um, but we'll see. We'll see what happens here. Uh, It'll Russell, be a great game. Iowa. Yeah. It's it's 50-50. It's definitely 50-50 yeah. for sure. It is. I think uh, we'll move on to the last college football game we're going to talk yeah. about on the docket here. Uh, I threw this one in. And you wrote a very good article about it. You can find it now at racingdudes.com slash sports. Um this is a really interesting game to me. Michigan comes in as a top 10 team. They're 5-0 and in the Big Ten. They seem to finally maybe getting where Michigan's supposed to be. Nebraska maybe kind of is too, but they've done it a lot more quiet, right? They've lost close games. They've had some chances, and, and they couldn't get it done. They do get a huge win as, as, as far as margin of victory last week over Northwestern. This is a sneaky one to me. Night game in Lincoln. Nebraska is a three and a half point underdog at home. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna phrase it as do they turn the corner, but do they get a win where the, where the people in Lincoln go? You know what? Maybe Scott Frost is starting to get it back in the right direction. Well, first of all, if you're in the top ten this year, other than the top two, it doesn't mean much. You yeah. know, let's look at who Michigan has played. Nobody. They right. haven't played anybody. Very impressive win last week at Wisconsin until you realize Wisconsin's quarterback, who's not any good, got hurt. Their second guy is awful. Mm -hmm. So you got to kind of look at that 38-17, throw it out the window a little bit. Nebraska has been getting better. They're, they, they, they were awful. Here's the deal. If they had not played that Illinois game, let's just say, and remember, that was played the week before everybody else ever played. So let's say they had just played five games instead of six, and we have not, we didn't see that Illinois game. What would you think of Nebraska? Oh, you they definitely played, would think better of them. Well, yeah. I mean, Oklahoma's ranked top 10. They played them within seven. Yeah. Michigan State's undefeated. They got beaten overtime. Yeah. They killed Northwestern last week. And I know Northwestern's not any good, but you'd have to think, you know, they're not bad. Yeah. And this is the biggest game in Lincoln, Nebraska, in how many years? Yeah. I mean, I know they're only three and three and they're not they're not going to win the national championship and, and, and all of that. They're not going to win the Big Ten, but they're they're trying to get back to respectability. And I don't think they're that much worse than, than Michigan. I really don't. I think 
the key to this game is the Nebraska quarterback. Mm-hmm. Does he play well? He's better than the Michigan quarterback, I think. And my Michigan buddy is going to hate me for this, but it's true. I think the Nebraska defense is good enough to stop Michigan. You talk about a team that doesn't have a whole lot of offense. Michigan does not. I've seen them a couple of games, and I'm I'm impressed with how they're playing. They're playing a lot like Iowa. They're playing field position. They're not making mistakes. I think Nebraska's going to not only beat this spread, they're going to win it outright. That's my upset special of the week. Go Huskers. All right. He's going with the Huskers. He's been a believer, folks, for a while. Uh, when I jumped off the train, he said, no, no, they'll be back. They'll be back. <laughs> uh, Michigan can't throw the ball. That's That could be a problem in Nebraska. I'll say this. I, I think the key to the game is not – I think it's the Nebraska defense, all right? Yeah, maybe. I, think, I think Martinez can get Nebraska in the 20s, somewhere in the 20s. Can the Nebraska defense band together and stop Michigan? They've done a pretty good job uh, against the run this year. Can Nebraska keep that ball rolling? If they can, I think they're going to win. I'm going with you. I'm going to take Nebraska. I'm going to take the plus three and a half. I don't know if they'll win outright. Uh, I like the hook there at three and a half. I think it's going to be close. If you look at the last few games Nebraska played uh, against good teams, it, it was close. So I think they'll keep it close here. I'm going to go Nebraska plus the three and a half. All right, let's move on. Though. Hold on, hold on. One more go point. Ahead. Go ahead. Because I'm not right very much. Okay. But by the way, when we were doing the top 25 weeks ago, mm-hmm. not only you, but several of these people that are commenting that are my friends and I respect them greatly, <laughs> and are ragged on me a little bit about having Michigan in the top 25. Yeah. So I'm I, I really should be rooting for Michigan. I really should. <laughs> so I just want to throw that out there. Well, I mean, you did a good job. How how high did you have them ranked? I don't I don't. No, remember. I didn't. I had them like 17th, I think. Well, now they're Season's all the way up not over high. yet. Well, no, and and they got they got tougher games ahead, right. but they're playing very well. Michigan is yeah. much better than we thought they would for sure. All right, let's go to what I think might be the best Thursday night game of the season in the NFL as we transition to the NFL here. Uh, the Rams coming off a bad loss uh, to Arizona, bad in terms of they just got stomped uh, at home against the Cardinals. And the Seahawks coming off a big win on the road at, uh, at San Francisco. Uh, the Rams, a two-and-a-half-point underdog, as the, or excuse me, two-and-a-half-point favorite as they go to Seattle tonight. Great Thursday night football game. Who are you leaning with here? Ooh, it's a toughie. Second yep. week in a row, the the uh, NFC West has played each other. They just yep. flip flopped this week. Um, you you were absolutely right about the Rams. You did not think they could get themselves back up after the Tampa Bay game uh, mm-hmm. the week before, and and Arizona took it to them and kicked them. You were right. This is a toughie. Um, Here's the deal. Who needs to win this one worse? I mean, they both need to win. Mm-hmm. Seattle is at home. They lose this. They go to two and three. Okay. And they and if Arizona wins this week, they could be three games behind yeah. the top team in the NFC West. The Rams lose. They go to three and two. They're on the road. And they probably didn't think they were going to win in Seattle to start the season anyway. So you got to kind of look at this one. Who's the most desperate? 
Mm-hmm. And I think it's Seattle is the most desperate. I mean, they both need to win, but I think it's Seattle that's the most desperate. I think the Rams are better. I, I do. But how many times does Seattle win these kind of games when they have to win, especially up there? So I'm, I'm looking forward to this. is the first Thursday night game I've been looking forward to in, what, two or three weeks, I guess, since the opening one. Yep. And uh, this is going to be a good one. It's always fun to watch Seattle. And, and the Rams are fun with Stafford. So this is one of those games, I don't know that you bet it, but I would pick Seattle. I'm going to go with Seattle simply because they're at home, and I think they need to win the most. I went the same way. I went Seattle plus two and a half. I think the NFC West is, I think you've got four teams that are really, really good, oh. four teams that are very similar as far as they could beat each other on any given night uh, without having had much luck or whatever. I think you have to look at each of these games when they play each other. Who needs it more? Who's going to be, you know, more focused, more ready, more desperate to win? And to me, it's Seattle. Yeah. I'm with you. I think I think at home on a Thursday night also will help as well. Uh, yeah, I'm going Seahawks plus the two and a half. I'm with you. I'm not overly confident. Um, I think the Rams. It's tougher for the Rams to bounce back after a loss with only three days in between the game and going on the road. And that was kind of the final factor. Yeah, that's that's going to be tough to get back up and put that game in your rear view, rear view mirror. Uh, I'm thinking Seattle plus the two and a half. They, they showed me a lot in San Francisco. They, they got behind. They were struggling. And they still were able to win that game and, and come back in the second half and get the job done. So I'll take the Seahawks here. Dennis is against this. He's going Rams minus two and a half, and he's going Matthew Stafford over uh, 298.5 yards passing. And then uh, Russ says he'll probably tease Seattle and the over. So we'll see how that goes. What is it? The 54 is, yeah, that's a lot of points, but they'll probably get to it. They probably will get to it. All right, let's move on uh, to the next one here. This is a tricky game is how I'll label this one. Green Bay, who's now won three in a row, they go on the road to take on Cincinnati, who's now three and one. It's a battle of three and ones. Green Bay, a three-point favorite on the road against the Bengals. Gosh, this seems like a toss-up for me as well. Um, but where are you going? Well, this is this is one where you got the veteran team that's used to being three and one. You know, they're three and one a lot. They're good every year. They've got the veteran quarterback. You know, this is nothing to them. Coming in against the upstart, Bengals, who probably haven't been 3-1 and one since the Korean War. <laughs> you know, it's been a long yeah. time. You got your you got the superstar quarterback in the making and Joe Burrow. Yeah. So you got a really interesting contrast here. Mm-hmm. The veteran team that's used to this, the upstart. So this one is is it's fascinating to watch uh, this one. I think it's interesting that all the talk about Aaron Rodgers and Green Bay being terrible, that's all been forgotten about since they've won the last three. Uh, I'm going to go with the Packers just because I'm going to take Aaron Rodgers' experience in, in games like this, but I'm rooting for Cincinnati, but I'm going to go with the Packers. I think you said it best. It's it's a situation where one team is used to being in games like this, no big deal, and the other team's not. And even though they won last week, Cincinnati kind of showed me, it's like, yeah, you might not be ready. Because I, I, I just look at it like this. If, if Jacksonville goes to Green Bay 
Do you think the score would have been 24 to 21 last week? No. 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 They would have showed up ready. They would have they yeah. would have taken care of business. Yeah. Give credit to Cincinnati for coming back. I thought they were beating that game. I'm glad uh, Russ made a point here too. I forgot to mention this. Uh, Mixon is probably out. Yeah. And Russ probably knows for sure. I I haven't looked today. And I looked up uh, the stats. Uh, P. Ryan is the next leading rusher on uh, the Bengals. He has ten yards. Rushing. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> Mixon. Mixon is quietly having a great year. Yeah, he's struggling with injuries. Now we know uh, Samaji Piran very well. Yeah, and he's capable of having a big game, but that's going to hurt him not having Mixon. Piran and Mixon were both at OU at the same time, and Piran was was this. He was just steady. Where yeah. Mixon would make the great play and then make the play that isn't you know like fumble in the texas game type of play i mean he's up and down but mixon certainly has the more talent out of yeah. the two oh. um mark says hey the, the shaggy homeless jeopardy <laughs> talking about aaron Rodgers uh clicking right now for green bay the Bengals are still up and down or up and coming cincinnati needs to be mistake free uh uh green bay for me and i agree I agree with that speaking with that. of shaggy and i hate to bring this up <laughs> but just remind me of something you guys can kind of comment over on the side. We're not going to talk about it much, but have you ever seen anybody any weirder than uh, Belichick's kid the other day? On that? <laughs> have you ever you seen faces that like that Monday. before? I thought I was in a mental institution watching him. I thought they just kind of gave somebody out of the uh, um, <laughs> the home for the mentally challenged and gave him a headset and made him act like he was a coach is what I thought. It was pretty wild. He looks like, uh, yeah, he looks he looks rough over there. He's got the yeah, mullet he going on. I'm sure Bill's real proud of him. Uh, <laughs> it was the faces he was making. I, I kind yeah. of felt, I kind of was thinking, get him off camera. This is embarrassing. Yeah, I agree. I agree. <laughs> I definitely agree. He was he was odd looking for sure. Uh, yeah, Pedler says that uh, uh, Samaje can't move like Mixon, so that's I definitely no, Mixon was something else. Yeah, he was. He has. He was a, a great player. Tremendous amount of talent, but yeah, he he definitely. I like the squinting and stuff. It's like, yeah, that's you might do that, but the sticking the tongue out was the <laughs> yeah. weird thing. I was watching, I was like, okay, yeah, he's squinting, he's making a weird face, but the tongue stuff is like, I don't, I don't know what's going on with this guy. I don't know. Anyway, let's move on to the next game uh, on the docket here. It's a big one for us, and it's a big one for everybody, really. Two three-and-one teams. The Cleveland Browns are going to travel to Los Angeles to take on the Chargers. Uh, Chargers are red hot right now. Another big win. Uh, Two-point favorites here against the Brownies. Uh, gosh, Ricky's <laughs> so, so upset that Mayfield's hurt, and that's why he's playing bad. He went on a rant with Rocket Hour. I still don't understand what he's talking about. But uh, it's come out that Mayfield has a torn labrum, um, non-throwing arm, or shoulder, I guess that is. Uh well, yeah, where are you going here? Like, what do you make of the Browns and the Chargers? Oh, this is another. Well, look at the line. I mean, this is. Yeah, two points. I, I, I am very high on the Chargers. Yeah. Now, you look at the schedules that the two teams have played. You got to look at that to start off with. There's yep. no comparison between the two teams. I mean, they each have played the Chiefs in Kansas City. So you can look at that one. Chargers won, Browns lost. Okay, let's look at who the Browns have played. Houston, powerhouse. Bears, powerhouse. Minnesota, can't get out of their own way. 
Mm-hmm. So they haven't played anybody. Look at the Chargers. Cowboys. Chiefs. Raiders. Three fantastic offenses right there. So when you look at defensive stats, uh, Cleveland's way ahead of uh, L.A., but L.A.'s played much better teams. Mm-hmm. I'm not sold on that Cleveland defense yet. Uh, Mayfield's been playing hurt. We found out about that today. Does that explain why he's playing so bad? I don't know. I really think Mayfield, if he's healthy, is going to play a great game because that's kind of what he does. I think he's going to play well. I think, though, the Browns are missing Jarvis Landry, and I think that's more of a problem than people are saying. Mm -hmm. Here's the one thing the Brownies got going for them. Their running game is fantastic. And and, uh, I almost said San Diego again. Uh, (laughs) The Chargers are weak against the run. And I think that gives the Browns a chance in this game. They've got to get to Herbert. they got to get to him. He's a great player. Mm-hmm. Uh, he may be the next superstar. He he, he is playing lights out. Um, I'm going to go the Chargers. I usually pick the Browns, but I just can't really uh, do it. And it's going to be interesting. I think the most interesting thing of the game is how many Browns fans are going to be there. Are, and it's, uh, are the Chargers finally going to have more fans than the visiting team? I find it hard to believe. I've been to a Browns road game. They travel pretty well, so I think I think the Browns will be there uh, in in droves, uh, as they say. Uh, I was going to put this comment at Pedlo. Good luck if you're going to the game, man. Hopefully, hopefully OU gets the win. And he says hey, it makes sense why Baker Mayfield might have sucked last week. Kevin O said bad misses against the Vikings. It was embarrassing. I agree. Yeah. I'm going to pick the Browns. Oh this- boy. <laughs> This really is last week. I, you know, this really isn't a homer pick. I pick against them a lot on the show. As yeah, you, guys, you do. I, I think the Browns have heard this all week, and I think they're going to be laying for a big game. I think they're going to play really well. And the Chargers are kind of like the Bengals, not as bad, but kind of like the Bengals in the fact that all week they've been hearing how good they are, how yeah. how they're the next big thing, how they can win the AFC West. Is a Monday night game now right back into a Sunday night game. I think the Browns are going to upset them here. I think the Browns are going to come in the more focused team. I think they're pretty even on paper. I think the Browns run the ball, keep the ball away from the Chargers, and I think they'll get enough pressure on Herbert to make him uncomfortable. I'm going to go the Browns and outright win. It makes win. sense. It makes yeah. sense. Have you ever noticed, too, the Brownies are kind of one of these that I don't know that they truly believe they're as good as they are. So when they get in these games against teams they're supposed to beat, they don't play very good. Mm-hmm. Now, this is a game, like you just said, where they're the underdog. And sometimes mm-hmm. those good teams play really good in games like this. So that's a good point. Yeah. I had a few comments up on the screen there. Jason's uh, who we stopped on now. Browns are going to run, 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 and run some more. I agree. Papa Dude, here's a question for you from Dennis. How many rushing yards do you think Nick Chubb will have? His over-under for this game is 84 and a half. What are your thoughts on Nick Chubb going over or under uh, on that total? Well, here's the problem, Dennis, that I see on this. Um, He shares a lot of carries with, is it Kareem Hunt? Yeah. Yeah, I know it's Hunt. I can't sometimes. That would be the only thing I I could see as to why I might bet the under on that is sometimes Hunt is running the ball better than Chubb, 
And sometimes mm-hmm. it, it just depends on what's going on. They play him more than they do other games. That would be the thing that would scare me a little bit on that. Uh, if it's one of those games where they're running right at um, the Chargers, you know, Chubb's the man. So yeah. it's a tough, that's a tough one. You know, I think that 84 and a half, I think I would stay away from that. Aaron, yep. you know more about, about them than I do. I I, th- I would actually take the over on that, uh, Dennis, because I, because of the Chargers' run defense, it's it's not good, uh, and I think that Chargers' run defense will have trouble stopping them. The only thing is, and he's right, they do share carries, and that's going to be a problem. The other problem is Mayfield's going to have to throw the ball a little bit better. You know that that's a big part of it too. He's going to have to throw it better um, because they could stack the box if they don't think he can throw, especially if you don't think he can throw downfield. So those are the two worries, but I, I would go over there. I, I think they will run the ball a little bit better than him getting uh, 84 and a half or, or under 84 and a half, I should say. So, all right, let's move on to my other team here as we kind of go down through these last couple. The Arizona Cardinals, they got a big win. They're the only undefeated team left in the NFL. They're 4-0, and this week they host the San Francisco 49ers, who've lost two in a row. Arizona, five-and-a-half-point favorite here at home. Can they go to 5-0? and Arizona goes to 5-0. and uh, Again, desperate. Yeah. San Francisco's desperate. Problem is, their quarterback is hurt. They haven't heard anything today. Just kind of reading between the lines of their coach. I don't think he's going to play. You know, I, I don't – it's kind of the way he was talking Monday. I'm not sure on him. Uh, have the Cardinals got too big for their britches? I think that's the, the key thing in this game. You know, are they going to stay focused? Are they satisfied to be 4-0? Mm-hmm. Or do they want to go 5-0? and Huge game for them. You know, they get this one. They could possibly, when the dust is settled, be two games up on the Rams, mm-hmm. the Seahawks, and three on the 49ers. That's how big this game is for them. You know, and this would be, what, their second uh, division win? Mm-hmm. They're at home. There is no reason why they don't win this game. <laughs> there's no reason. No, there's not. There's not. I just love, I just love how you said it, like, you're trying to you're trying to convince yourself they're going to do it. They're like, look, there's just no reason they should. Lose I've watched the Cardinals since they were in St. Louis over the years, and they and they they've always yeah. been, you know, they, they they lose when you don't think they're going to. So, yeah. yeah, I'm taking them. I mean, I'm going to take them, and I I think I would even if Garoppolo was going to play, and he may. I just mm-hmm. think they they got to be ready for this game, don't they? How can they not? I'll take San Francisco. I, 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 <laughs> I think the Cardinals. Taking the Browns win. and not the Cardinals. Okay. Well, I think the Cardinals could win this game for sure. That's a dumb thing to say. Of course, they could win. They're five and a half my favorite. I, I've seen the Cardinals enough to know what they were last week is not what they actually are. Okay. I'll start with that. And secondly, I just feel like San Francisco is going to going to be desperate. They're going to show up and they play are. a big game. And I don't think the Cardinals will be quite as emotional as they were last week. 
I think it'll be tight. I think it'll be tight enough to where San Francisco plus five and a half matters. Uh, and I, I think they cover. I bet this is a field goal one way or the other. I, I really do. I, so I, you're thinking the Cardinals are going to win. They just won't cover. Yeah. I, it, it, I mean, that's possible. Probably, I expect them to lose more than anything else, but I, <laughs> I, I don't think they're going to cover. So, uh, well, it's, 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 it, and Russ makes it, it's a letdown spot for Arizona, no doubt, but they do face likely a rookie quarterback. I, Garoppolo, who knows if he'll actually play or not. So there's give and take there, right? Um, the other thing I don't like about the 49ers is they don't run the ball very well. And if you got a rookie quarterback and you can't mm -hmm. run the ball either, you know, you're struggling there. Yeah. That's that usually spells disaster. Yeah. But it is the Cardinals. Yeah. And I like this that Dennis has got on here. This is kind of a interesting yeah. thought, especially yeah. in the NFL. Yeah. Dennis says uh, a, a, a huge angle for a friend of mine who's a very good handicapper. He says, uh, you know, the, the Dennis trusts us is bet the team, uh, bet the other team off a season defining win. So, like last week was a good example. The Rams mm -hmm. had a season defining win over Tampa. Yeah. The very next week, they got killed by Arizona. Yeah. Arizona beating the Rams off of that win against Tampa was kind of a big deal, obviously. So, yeah, I could see that going the other way. So, uh, yeah, we'll see what happens. I, I, I don't have any confidence in Arizona this week. I, I just well, don't. Would, would we all, I'm talking about all of us because we're all friends here, would we agree emotion plays more in the NFL than any league there is? Yeah, I think so. I think so. I think football in general, but the NFL yeah. definitely, yeah. But you would think NFL players, because it's their job, could stay pretty even keeled yeah. through a season because it's their job, you know. It, it's mm -hmm. not like they're going to class and then they go to football practice or yeah. I mean, you would think they could stay on an even keel, but they can't. Yep. No, they definitely don't. And here's a, a good good tidbit here. I think from Samich, I think he tweet or he he sent that one in. Uh dogs are undefeated in the NFC West this year. Hey, I picked both dogs. So yes, she did. That, that means that trend is going to be reversed just like that. Rams are going to win huge, and then Arizona will win. I'm expecting a turnaround. <laughs> All right. Speaking of a turnaround, let's see if the Chiefs can get things turned around there. The Sunday I night game. Uh, me too, but they probably will. <laughs> the Sunday night game. Kansas City hosts the Bills. Uh, Kansas City, two-and-a-half-point favorite here uh, against Buffalo. Uh, Sunday night game, Arrowhead Stadium. I've heard the weather might not be the greatest by the time it, this game rolls around. What are your thoughts on this one? Well, I just now wrote the article on them. It's kind of fresh in my head. In my head, you know, most teams when you play the the Chiefs, um, all the statistics on offense usually favor the Chiefs. Uh, not so much with this one, because usually you can just sit down and say, well, the Chiefs have the edge in the receivers, mm -hmm. but they don't necessarily have it in this one. Buffalo's receivers are really good. And, um, of course, the Chiefs are, too. The Chiefs are looking for that third guy, and they're 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 working this Hardman kid in, and he's he's been pretty good. Uh, the running game for the Chiefs has really improved in the last couple of weeks. They've run the ball better which is good. That makes the job easier for uh, 
Mahomes. I want to pick Buffalo. I want to pick them really bad because I, 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 I really like the Bills a lot. But are they going to come in Arrowhead and beat the Chiefs on Sunday night? No, I don't think so. This is a defining game for the Chiefs. If they lose this game, they've got problems. I think we can officially say that they're, they've got some problems. Yeah. They won last week in Philly. Were they impressive? No, they were not. Mm-hmm. They gave up a ton of yards. So they still have defensive problems. I agree with Mark. Uh, last year, when Buffalo came into Kansas City, Josh Allen did not play that well. Mm-hmm. So the Chiefs at Arrowhead, it's kind of like – betting Notre Dame at South Bend, but that didn't work out last week. So that's the thing. Chiefs were nine and one at Arrowhead last year. They've already lost their one game this year. I think they're going to cut that two and a half is not much. And and it's another one, like we pointed out several times, if you like them, aren't they going to win by more than two and a half? Yeah. The chances are pretty good that they are. I think they're going to win. I think it's going to be a heck of a game. It won't surprise me if Buffalo wins it, but I just don't think Buffalo's coming in there ahead and beating the Chiefs. Kansas City big in this game is where I'm leaning. I, I really feel like this is the game they point to where they kind of start to get things turned around. Now you think the loss to the Ravens and it was it was bad. There's just no way around it. The next week they lost the turnover margin four to nothing against a really good, as we now think of the Chargers as a really good team in the Chargers. And they still had every opportunity to win that game and didn't do it. As long as the turnover margin is similar, I think the Chiefs are are gonna are gonna take on the Bills and have no tr- no troubles at all. They should have won. Uh, you know, they should be three and one. They really should. Uh, I think they get it done here. I, I'm not a believer. And Josh Allen, as far as going in on a Sunday night and beating a team like the Chiefs yet. I think he's a great player, but I don't think the Bills are, are at this level yet. I'm going to go Chiefs. I think I think they cover – I think they win by like 10. And, and if you look at the game last year when the Chiefs and the Bills played, it was not a competitive game. Now, this year yeah. is a completely different set of circumstances. But at the same time, I, I don't think that this is this – is, a game that's going to be a two and a half, you know, or, or, or I should say a three point game. I think it'll be a touchdown or more for the Chiefs. So I'm going to, I'm going to rely on them one more time. You're right, though. If they lose this game, night game, Arrowhead Stadium, I, I don't know what to tell you. Yeah. I, I think they're, they're just not going to have it this year. So I'll go Kansas City one more time. We're going to do the Monday night game real quick because I'm traveling on Monday. We're going to have a Monday show, no doubt. I just don't know the timing of it. And I don't want to do it late afternoon and then not talk about the Monday night game. So I want to make sure we get our pick in uh, here real quick. The uh, uh, Colts go to or go to Baltimore to take on the Ravens. The Ravens are a seven-point favorite. The Colts have not been very good this year. Ravens really good last week against Denver. Can they keep the roll going here and win their fourth straight? Well, you threw this one in on me. Yeah. So I haven't really analyzed this at all. Indy had a good win last week um, to get in the win column. I can't figure the Raiders out or the Ravens out, to be honest. Minus seven at home Monday night. Yeah, that's a good one. Old Colts versus new Colts. That's <laughs> right. I'm going to go new Colts to win this one and cover. Yeah, me too. I'm going to go new, new Colts <laughs> to win this one as well. 
Uh, I think Baltimore gets the job done over Indianapolis. I, I hate Indianapolis's team this year. I just don't think they're great. I'm not a Car- Carson Wentz guy at all. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm going to go with the new Colts to get the job done. Baltimore covers the seven-point spread, uh, I think, I think fairly easily. Um, Mark says you don't need to analyze this. Colts beat a backup quarterback. Ravens should dominate. Kind of, kind of on the same page there. That's true. I definitely, definitely agree. All right, let's go to the top five plays of the weekend. We'll put you up there first. You're now nine and six overall. You got five lined out for us, mostly college plays, except for that lock. So I'll let you go through the five there. Well, I locked Carolina this week. They play the Eagles. I was very impressed with them against Dallas. And if they don't have a letdown, I think they cover easy against uh, a Philadelphia team that I think is going to start uh, dropping a little bit. They don't have any – their defense is not very good. Jalen Hurts is carrying them on offense. And I, th- I think they're going to start falling apart a little bit. So I like Carolina a lot. We talked about Auburn. Dennis, I got your uh, Louisville Cardinals against Virginia this week. They better come through for me. I believe that's on a Friday night. Is that right? I think it uh, is. Yeah, let's see. I think that is think. on Friday. I, I may be wrong, but anyway, oh. I've got them. I like Louisville. Uh, they they lost a tough one at uh, Wake Forest. Hopefully, they can bounce back with that. So that's two and a half. I've got them to to uh, cover that against Virginia. Uh, Notre Dame. I think they're going to bounce back. Here's one of those games they're they're one point uh, favorites. If you like them, you you bet them. So I think they're going to beat Virginia Tech. And my upset special of the week will be Nebraska. Over the uh, Wolverines. That game actually is on Saturday. I thought it was on Friday as well. I think I was thinking of Cincinnati. So that game's yeah. on the Virginia Louisville game's on Saturday. Yeah. Well, here we go. That was the good. Here's the bad. I'm five and ten on the year. Really good. Um, I don't. I this could be bad for you. I locked the Carolina Panthers. I almost changed three. mine. I I think I would I have changed mine if I was you. I think I would. Uh, I. I <laughs> Here's the deal. My record is horrific, and it, it's it's almost a lock. If I had list a team here, they play the worst game they've played all year. Or they turn it over like seven times. Yeah. Or they come out and they're not ready to play and then they barely yep. cover. Or they don't they barely win and they don't cover. Yeah. Carolina minus three. That's for me. You said it. They should cover that. Tennessee Titans. I'm 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 betting a bounce back here for the Titans. They go to Jacksonville. That is a shit show in Jacksonville. Holy cow, is that a shit show? Tennessee comes in. They have to get a win. Yeah. I think they cover the four and a half. I already talked about Kansas City. I think minus two and a half is it seems like, hey, if you think Kansas City's gonna win, you might as well bet them because they're gonna cover that more than likely. Baltimore, um, we talked about them. I think the Ravens get the job done fairly easily over the Colts. Look who's back, the BYU Cougars, a team that we've uh, made some money on this year. They're a five-and-a-half-point favorite at home over Boise State. Now, you might look at Boise State and say, well, gosh, that's a lot of points to be to be uh, having to cover by against Boise State. They're not very good this year. They're no. really not. If BYU shows up with their normal game, they should get the job done here. So I, I'm going to go with BYU to cover that one. I like um, that one. Let's see some final comments before we get off the air. Wyoming, Orno at Air Force, 4 and 1, 6 p.m. Central. Air Force is a six point favorite. We actually mentioned Wyoming on the show last week. We're talking about teams that are still undefeated. Who do you like there, Papa Dude? A Wyoming or Air Force? 
Well, I wish I'd analyzed this a little bit. Um, I can't pick a team that only beat Connecticut by two points. And that would be Wyoming. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Air Force is pretty tough in uh, Colorado Springs. That's a beautiful place. That stadium is so cool. Uh, they're minus six. Yeah, I'm going to go ahead. And I think Air Force covers. Yeah, I think they will too. Sorry. I, I think Air Force gets chapter. Tough, tough place to play. Yeah. Uh, there it is. I like their uniforms too. Sometimes yeah. I go with the prettiest uniforms. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, like I lightning I, bolt, you know, or whatever that is on there. What is that on there? Right. It wouldn't be a lightning bolt. Yeah. No, it, it's like a bolt of some yeah, sort. Yeah. It's cool. Yeah. yeah. It's cool. Air Force should win and cover, but we know Mark's pick exactly. Sure, Mark. Uh, Dennis says, hey, Louisville better than we thought. They haven't lost since that old Miss game to start the season. Yeah, so. Wake beat them. Oh, that's Wake, right. They beat yeah. them last week. They, oh, they was, almost had a great them. game. Yeah, they almost had them. That's right. I totally forgot about that. Rec uh, record for Dennis now, 37 and 26 in the NFL, NCAA 21 yeah. and 18, overall 58 and 44. Very good. Very, He's very, got very another good. good one down here. Yeah, so Dennis, another undefeated team, uh, Texas yeah. San Antonio five and zero uh, versus Western Kentucky. They're one and three, but they could be three and one. That is a fantastic game. Dennis says, "What do you think of that one?" Uh, I I did look at that one a little bit. It it'll be a good game. What's the line on that? It's pretty low. Uh, I'm scrolling. I'm scrolling to it now. It is pretty low. Uh, Western Kentucky, Western Kentucky, a three and a half point favorite. And and the other one's undefeated. Yeah. Last week, by the way, we forgot to talk about them. They were one of the undefeated teams uh, that were left, Texas San Antonio. Anyway, yeah. Western Kentucky has played some really better competition than the Roadrunners. Isn't that amazing? I know what their mascot is. I yeah. wouldn't if I hadn't read all those previews. Um, I'm going to go with the Roadrunners. I'm a Roadrunner believer. Oh, I'm going to go Western Kentucky minus three and a half. They've played some much better opponents, yeah. I think. So I think they may be worn down. Yeah, maybe, maybe. We'll see. Uh, Russ, the final comment. This is coming from Russ. Some Falcons wide receivers are not making the trip to London. Does that mean we play the Jets in the money line? Um, it's hard for me to ever play the Jets to win. I bet the British are really looking forward to this game, don't you? <laughs> what they have they another what's, terrible what's, one next week, too. What's the NFL do? Turn around and say, okay, who's the two shittiest teams <laughs> in the league, and we're going to send them to London? Oh, oh God, this is a horrible game. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know. I bet the Jets. Do you Jets. think the Brits are favoring here? I would bet the Jets. I don't think, think the Vikings are going to root for I don't think the Falcons are any good at all. I think I know, but who's the Brits going? Who this fantastic crowd? Who are they going to throw their support to? They've got to be out of their mind if they're going to this game. Like completely, <laughs> out, like if these. Two I don't teams blame playing, the Falcon wide receivers. Maybe they didn't want to fly that far. If these two teams were playing in Plattsburgh, New York, which is where I'm currently located, and somebody gave me a ticket, no I wouldn't go to it. No, it's a total waste of time. Yeah, yeah, and Russ says they're not sending the Cowboys over there. No, the Cowboys would say, "Hell no." <laughs> Dennis says he took the local rugby team against either <laughs> the Jets or the Falcons. Well, you know, you're gonna you lose a home game. Who you know? Yeah, somebody lost a home game in this deal. Yeah, 
Yeah, I know. Yeah. It's crazy. It's yeah. crazy. All right. Well, that's going to do it for us this week. Hopefully we are, like I said, we will have a show Monday. I, I can't commit to a time just yet because we will be on the road, but hopefully it's our normal time. If not, it might be a little bit later in the afternoon, but uh, listen, it's a big weekend for, for Papa dude and I, for sure. Uh, the big OU Texas game will have reaction on Monday that you won't want to miss one way or the other. We'll get a, a live report from uh, somebody that was at the game, Papa dude. So um, yeah, that, that's going to be a lot of fun. Any final thoughts before we sign off? No, it's going to be a great weekend. Um, like I say, the the bad part is if you lose that game, it just it takes me all the way till I get home before yeah. I start to even think about living the next day. That's yeah. the bad part. <laughs> yeah, I'm already nervous. Like I said, watching with the in-laws is going to be weird, but uh, hopefully <laughs> – Hopefully I can contain myself and, and they still have some respect for me by the time that game's over, but uh, it's going to be fun. It's going to be a lot of fun. I can't wait for it guys. Good luck to everybody that's going to be betting this weekend. It's, it's going to be awesome. And once again, we say this every week, but football and horses, you really can't beat it. Keeneland opening up this weekend as well. So that's going to be fun. I'll sign off the same way. Jim Ross signed off of AEW dynamite last night. So we'll do it like this. Go Sooners, be Texas. You got it.